joke, right? Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Whisperers podcast. Today is a very special day because we have a very cool person here who's not a doctor. How strange. We're interviewing somebody that's not a doctor on the Dr. Whisperer that might have some insight that could help the (laughs) medical community. (laughs) So Nancy is here today to talk about being a child of divorce, an adult child of divorce. So a few episodes ago, we did do an episode with um, somebody who was younger, who talked about his experience. And I think really so many people benefit from it because I think there's a lot of ignorance and denial surrounding what it really means to be part of what I like to call a modern family dynamic because blended doesn't work only in a smoothie. You can blend fruit, but you really can't blend people. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it. So um, just a little tidbit about you and where you come from, and, and then we'll get into some, you know, down and dirty, talking about what it's really like to be a child of divorce. So... Uh, I'm originally from New York. Yay! Yeah, you know New York. Uh, so I was born in the Bronx. What? Um, what? The boogie down Bronx, I know, right? <laughs> New York Yankees fan. Yes. And uh, knew I liked her. <laughs> moved to Illinois uh, when I was eight with my parents. I am an only child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we moved there, and when I was uh, twelve, uh, my parents uh, approached me, sat me down. Uh, in the living room. I I can visualize it in my head. Yeah, I can. I can visualize it. Sitting there with the brown carpeting. (laughs) (laughs) And the wood panel walls. (laughs) The mirrored mirrored walls. Yes. Um, But I remember them saying to me, you know, we're we're separate. Your mother and I are separating. Wow. So 12 years old. 12. So how long were they married? So my parents were married since 1968. Wow. And that was 1982. Okay. So it wasn't an overnight decision. No. And they had actually been separated a long time before that, probably when I was four. Did you know that? I don't really recall it. Interesting. Um, but they had been separated for a period of about three or four months. Um, my parents got married young. I mean, I, yeah. I say to this day, my parents were, I think, 20 and 21. My mom was 20. My dad was 21. You don't even know who you are. You don't. And yeah. I think the reason that they got married, respectively, was to get out of their homes. <laughs> you know I, mean? I believe it. I, I believe it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I... I I, I know my grandparents, yeah. and I just think that that was the reason. Sure. Um, so, so we're going to continue this. Um, I want to ask some questions okay. just so the audience can understand the blended family dynamic. Sure. So I think it's so interesting that your parents sat you down. That, that's really good, actually, because mm-hmm. that's not what I've heard yeah. with talking um, with a lot of families that are divorced um, running a pediatric practice for a long time before becoming a stepmom and then becoming a certified step family coach has given me a lot of insight into this world that sometimes I'm very, very baffled by. Mm-hmm. Actually, I am still very, very baffled by yeah. it. So I think it's great that they did that. So kudos to your parents yeah. for sitting you down. I think that was actually probably more my dad, too. Okay. Yeah. So what was that conversation like? Um, you were 12. Yeah, I was 12. Um, it was emotional. I had actually I just came back from a trip um, out to California to visit some friends. Mm-hmm. And so I was with them for probably three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, they, you know, they had me out there for the summer, mm-hmm. or, you know, for July. And mm-hmm. I, right before school started, like I said, I, my parents sat me down and 
I just remember them saying, you know, we're, we're, we've decided to separate. Mm -hmm. uh, we feel it's best for ourselves and for you. Mm -hmm. And I remember, of course, being 12 and, you know, emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of, you're kind of pre, especially a girl. Sure. You're, you're pre, you know, in that stages of the hormones. Yeah. Um, but I think I remember at some point feeling relief. Because, really? yeah, because, you know, again, I'm an only Did child. Did they fight a lot? Was a that, lot. Oh, okay. In and, front of you? Yes. Okay. And the, to the extent that, and I, I mean, you know, never want to call my dad out, but he had a temper. Sure. And, and my mom in, in, incited this fury in him right. that I would never see. We're, we can do that, yeah. us women. <laughs> but I mean, like, there were, like, you know, holes punched in the wall yeah. you know like dents in the wall and yeah. it was like oh that's bad yeah um so never abusive in the sense sure. of just physical anger but and just rage. anger mm -hmm. rage and and so I just and nothing was ever taken out on me or I was never the blame or the sure. so it was always just between them and I think as I said I think because at that point in time they had matured respectively mm -hmm. um they so how old were they about um so they were probably in their mid-30s mm -hmm. um and I think like I said I think because they were both so young mm -hmm. when they got married that I just don't I think they now they were in a different place in their life sure my dad was very successful in his career my mom was actually very successful in her career mm -hmm. and I just think that they both found themselves needing and wanting different things sure so um what the what I think the even harder part for me was is that my dad um, not only moved out, but he actually ended up getting a job transfer and moving to Texas. Oh my goodness! So, so it he wasn't was out just of state. yeah. So it wasn't just living separately from my mom and my dad being you know down the street or in the next town over. It was yeah. my dad was a plane right away. Wow. So how did that work? So they got divorced. Yeah. Right. So um, custody. So custody was with my mother. My 100%? dad. 100%? 100% with my mom because my, mom, my dad didn't want to uproot me from school and my friends uh -huh. and everything else. Um, but I, you know, I had a, a required, you know. Through it, the court. It, yeah, required, you mm -hmm. know, it was every other Christmas and mm -hmm. every other summer and every other Thanksgiving and, you know. Spring. What's that like? So I don't it think. Sucked. Okay, so people don't really understand that like myself growing up yeah. my parents are literally going to be married 50 years yeah, in December that's yeah. awesome so I don't I never knew what that was like yeah. I just knew you know mom and dad and right. like, always for the rest of their lives and how what I've been able to witness now as a stepmom is that the back and forth and you know are we doing the right thing by the child right. because we want to make sure that mom and dad are in their lives, you know, so it's very, very sensitive. Mm -hmm. So I can't, it must have been very difficult knowing that your father, because I'm sure you love him and loved him yeah. and had strong ties to him, was now a plane ride away. Yeah. So how much were you going to see him? Probably, I mean, it was usually spring break. Mm -hmm. um, it was usually in the summer, mm -hmm. you know, for two, three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and then it was usually every other Christmas I would spend some time with him. Then it became every Christmas, so I'd spend a portion of my Christmas break with him and a mm -hmm. portion with my mom. Um, it became, it, 
it was fine, but it was awkward. Yeah. Um, and awkward how? Awkward in the sense that I was a twelve-year-old girl. Yeah. You know, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, right at the prime right of at the hormones. Prime, yeah, and at least as a figuring out who you are as a girl. Yeah. With my mom, mm-hmm. I could we could relate to sure. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad couldn't relate to me from you know he couldn't understand the the wanting to be always with your friends and always wanting to talk you know and of course this is before cell phones and everything right. else so you know it was like can I call my girlfriend and my dad was like that's long distance you know oh boy and so you know <laughs> it's a whole other set yeah, of problems exactly um so it was stuff like that and thank God for technology <laughs> right exactly thank God for cell phones um so you know it was that kind of stuff and I think too as I as I got older um even into high school I remember a big fight between my parents about um my you know, my dad sent my mom uh, money. Again, I have no idea how much mm-hmm. it was. It wasn't my business to know mm-hmm. that. But I, I always felt like every time my mom needed something additional for me, mm-hmm. my dad would put up a stink about it. And it wasn't because he... he didn't love you. He didn't love me. It was yeah. because he was like... I don't think he understood. Like sure. he didn't understand that. Like the money you're sending is going toward clothing her and doing yes. this and da, 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 feeding and, and feeding. shelter. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then it was like when I was 16 and I got my own job. My mom was like, uh, I think we should get you a car. And, you know, it wasn't like she was going to go out and buy me a Mercedes. Right. But she was like, you know, we need transportation. You have to get to the mall. I work full time. You know, yeah. it was like that. And so I remember she called my dad saying, you know, can you help me financially with a car? And he was like, what does she need a car? Who needs a car at 15 years old? Or, you know, my yeah. mom was like, are you kidding? <laughs> so, I mean, I remember those kinds of fights. So and even um, even through divorce and being separated. Yes, they still fought. They were still fighting. So they... And they hate each other. To this they day. Each other. My parents have been divorced since 1982 and they hate each other. That's unbelievable. I mean, like, I think about... Here's a recent event. Yeah. So my son is 26. Mm-hmm. He graduated from uh, high school and then again in college. Mm-hmm. And both my parents did not come to his. So like one came to one graduation and, yeah. then, and then the other one went to the other graduation. Because it, re- it affects everything, yeah. everybody. The dynamic is unbelievable. Yes. I mean, you could almost attribute it to like an illness. Yes. And there's such a stigma about it. Yeah. Um, so, did you end up having a stepmom or a yes. stepdad? Okay, oh So, boy. that's the other thing. Here and we go. Yeah, so that's the other thing. So, my mom was remarried. She is now divorced. Oh. parents are not good at marriage, I've, I've, I've decided. Well, marriage is hard. It is. And um, so, my mom was remarried. Uh, I did like her husband, uh, mm-hmm. who she married, but they, you know, again, it was Was he just, involved with you? He was. He okay. was very nice. He was very kind. He didn't, um, he came later in my life, so I was more of an adult at that you? time. I think he was, I think I was 21. Okay. So I was totally an adult. Different. Yeah, so yeah. it was Because it's very difficult when that's introduced from 12 to 20, Exactly. Say. Because really, right. that's rebel time. Yes. <laughs> but you'll appreciate this. So yeah. my dad, so my parents got divorced when I was tall. I think my dad got married again when I was 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I remember calling him a couple times at his home in, in Texas. And a woman answered the phone. Mm. And she was like, hi, I'm Carmen. Oh, I've heard oh, so much boy. about you. And I was like, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, about I don't you. know who you are. You know, who the hell are you? Yeah. So and why hasn't my dad told right. me now? So, yeah. But she was always nice to me. She was sure. always kind. And I thought, okay. And so then when when I went to visit my dad one time, he was like, I have a, um, something to discuss with you. <laughs> I have a special right. friend. <laughs> exactly. I've heard people right. being introduced as their uncle. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Like, it's unbelievable. I have a special friend. Right. He's the painter. Yeah. We have a new handyman. Like, 
the list goes on of what I've heard of how they introduce yeah. the new person in their life to the child. Well, and I think it was funny because I remember at the time when my dad introduced her, I think I was 14. And I remember going to see him and he was, he picks me up from the airport oh and he's like, I, you know, I have a, I have, I'd like to talk to you about something. I have this friend. And I was like, Friends. Carmen, oh, you know, right. and I was yeah. like, what is she, the maid? You know, I kind of like right, joked right, right. about it. Yeah. And I was like, and I finally like gave him like an out an out. I was like, that's what women it's okay. do. Yeah. I don't care that you have a girlfriend. Right. But like, just like communicate. Right. I was like, it doesn't matter to me. And I'm thinking mom's got a boyfriend. So I don't, right. what's the difference? Right. You know, but again, because we lived apart, I don't think, I think he felt weird about it. I think well, he wasn't me, sure how to approach sure. it. And let me say this about that. Um, misnomer that's out there in the world. People don't give children enough credit to understand that they know exactly what's, what's going, going on. on. Yep. But guess what, parents? They depend on you Absolutely. to be the one to communicate it. Because now they're being raised to when something big happens in their life that's, you know, like literally inside their home right. <laughs> and affects everything, don't talk about it or be really weird about it when it's approached. Right. Instead of just have, like you already knew. Right. So you're giving him relief and telling you because you could probably see the pain in his face, right. getting the, the words panic. out, right? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, duh. Right. I'm like, yeah. You I know, like, hello. Yeah. Uh, I also know you have sex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I'm not an idiot. I'm just right. younger than you. Right. Exactly. Right. I'm just 15 year old, right. hormonal girl. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And now, fast forward to 2018, when like there's technology and YouTube yeah. and social media. Give these children some more credit, right. people. Absolutely. So, so, okay, so here we are. You know about the girlfriend. Right. So then they got married, and I think the good thing with that was she became um, a buffer for me with my dad because she was a woman. Yes. And she grew up with, with she had four sisters. Okay. And her dad had passed away um, when she was young. So it was her and her five, you know, her four sisters and her mom that, you know, so it was a house full of women. Right. And so I think even though she never had children of her own, mm -hmm. she had a, a great appreciation for just the women dynamics. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to say about like emotional intelligence yeah. is real and being empathetic to your situation. Absolutely. Is, is just, sorry guys, but it's like a really big gene it that is. we have. It is. <laughs> we really have way more empathy and understanding where men right. could typically shut down and not communicate, which is where in lies the problem. Right. And the women will just make it all right and make it good and make everybody feel comfortable. Yeah, and the even more interesting part of it, too, was that she and my mother... Became friends. Became friends. Of course. Right. Yeah. So, again, so weird. she became a buffer for my mom because oh. my mom had to have that painful yes. conversation with my dad about Nancy needs this. Mm -hmm. She'd call Carmen first and be like, so what do you think if I... And Carmen would be like, Carol, I think you should say this. <laughs> you know, so they'd have this, like, conversation it's about bizarre. it. It's totally bizarre. Well, it's happ it happened in my family, not so much anymore, because I have had to remove myself from that because I want I want dad yeah. and mom to communicate together. How old is your stepson? So he's 14, 14. and I've been with right. him since he's three. Okay. And from three to 14, the c lack of communication is real. Like oh, yeah. nobody even knows how each other's family is raising the child in terms of their beliefs and their morals. Like we don't know. Absolutely. It's all assumption. Right. And because it's so difficult um, for men, I'm not just saying my own husband, but this is real and he knows it and I tell him this a lot, that if you don't communicate, like 
it's going to continue. The problem is going to Absolutely. snowball right. into so many other things, and then it becomes drama. So the only way to literally avoid drama in this situation, in every situation, whether that be you have an issue with obesity or mental health or addiction, if it's not addressed, it really becomes so unbelievably out of control. Absolutely. So, um, and I have my own as a stepmom, you know, not, so your, but did she become your stepmom? She did. She did. And I referred to her as that. But in, you know, full disclosure with my dad, bad, bad, bad marriage person again. Yeah. And they ended up getting divorced when I was 30. Yeah. So did you know that the, um, the likelihood of the second marriage to fail is like 80%. Really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, so there's no a idea. lot, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of studies out there. Okay. And it just keeps growing. What I saw of, was the same patterns though. Yes, like in dynamic. my dad and sure. the dynamics, because she was, Carmen was a very strong-willed person like my mother. Right. Career-oriented, you know, mm-hmm. very successful in what she did. And she didn't take crap from my dad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I'm not a submissive woman. I'm not going to take yeah. any crap. And yeah. so he just, you know, so again, it was the fights, you know. So he like, needed oh a God. submissive woman. Right. Did he find one? He, so his, now he's married again. Oh, boy. Um, and his wife very right now is lovely. lovely. I like her a lot. Uh-huh. I don't consider her my stepmother. No, yeah. Um, well, you're because, an adult. And she's also not much older than me. Right. Yeah, no, which they do get younger that's, as yeah, the years go on. Yeah, they get younger as the years mm-hmm. go on. But she's... We're not mad at you, man. Right, exactly. It's okay, Just Dad. saying, we get right. it. We get it. Um, but what's younger funny <laughs> is we can, we can relate on certain things, even if it comes to, like, music and stuff yeah. like that. My dad's like, what's the crap you're listening to? You know, and we're like, you know, what do you mean? It's the 80s, yeah. you know? And he's like, what? So, you know, so we have that kind of more of a friendship, whereas mm-hmm. I, with, again, when I went through a divorce again with my dad and I was 30, yeah. I was like, this sucks. Like, yeah. I'm going through this again, and so I love this So let me this ask woman. you a question that's very fascinating to me. So that first girlfriend that he had, are you in touch with her? Uh, not as um, much as the one who was my stepmother. No, not as much as I would like to be. Was there a conversation with you when they were breaking up? Um, I got the I got the phone call from her. Right, not not dad. Not dad. You should have made the call. Let's be real. Right. Um, I got the phone call from her. Right. And you know, again, it was this bitter. Yeah. You know, so it was. I didn't want to be playing sides again, and that's kind of what I mm-hmm. felt like was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. I was like, look, I've been splitting my time for years between yeah. mom and dad, and now I'm going to have to split my time again. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons I didn't stay in touch with her as much as I would like. Because mm-hmm. what ended up happening is when she got divorced, when she my dad got divorced, and he was now on his own, and she was on her own, and again, they were dating different people, then it was like... Go stay, go be with your mom, and then go be with your dad, and then go be with Carmen. And I was like, "Are you kidding? Yeah. How many times can I split myself?" And what found up happening was, now at that point, I was married, I had a kid, yeah. and I was like, "Wait a minute! Now I got to take my husband away from his family, spend time with these three people because yeah. you all decided you can't live together." Right. So, oh God, it's yeah, it's such a shit show. <laughs> May I just say that here on the show. podcast? <laughs> this is a shit show, everybody. It was. So I'm going to ask a question. Okay. At the end of the day, yes. would you say lack of communication was the biggest problem? Between my... Between everybody, really. I, that's a, selfishly, I'm saying that because that seems to be the common denominator. Your parents did a great job. They sat you down. They told you this was yeah. happening. 
And then all of this other stuff was happening and there's fighting and there's no communication. There's like, oh my God, the, the girlfriend is calling you and telling you where it shouldn't have been her. Yeah. It should have been dad. Yeah. Taking full responsibility. And mom, like the, the communication seems to be, because it's fear. Um, the parents obviously want to protect the child. Yeah. So that is understandable. But it is also um, protecting the child is actually a Doing bad harm. Yeah, yeah. decision. I don't know that it would lack a communication. I think, quite honestly, especially between my mom and dad, I think they both, and even to this day, I don't think they either have empathy for each other. And mm-hmm. for as much as they dislike, I'll say hate, because mm-hmm. I, I do believe they hate, hate each other. Hate each other. Sure. Um, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't believe they either, either one of them has an appreciation for what the other went through sure. when, when we, we, you know, when we all separated from mm-hmm. each other. Um, did your mom get remarried? She did remarry and now she's divorced. So, so everybody's divorced. Everybody's divorced. Well, my dad has married his were third time. Were other kids and, brought into the scenario that you had to blend with, like in a blender, like a smoothie? <laughs> the only one is my, so my dad's wife now. Uh-huh. His daughter, funny, or her daughter, excuse me, funny enough, is like two years older than my son. <laughs> so they're kind of like buddies, okay. you know. And no, I never really, but mm-hmm. we joke about it. She sure. and I are like, I'm like, hey, sis. You know, we kind of like make jokes about yeah. it, you know. But but we have, again, we have a different relationship because we never lived together. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw each other at Christmas, mm-hmm. you know. And even then, again, here she is, divor- her parents are divorced. So guess what? I'm here visiting my dad and her mom, and she's like, I got to go see my dad. And, you know, she's yeah. off. So just to, I want to be able to provide um, value to the audience in case somebody might be in this situation or, like, there's so many variables, right? If, you're, if you've met somebody and you're dating and they've been married and they have kids, right. what are you considering? Are you looking at the long haul? Do you realize what can happen? Do you, you know, I mean, me as a stepmom, um, you know, uh, my son, my stepson, I try not to say his name if I can help it. It doesn't matter. Everybody can just Google it or look me up on Facebook. Um, <laughs> Cooper's mom has never thanked me, which is a common denominator through stepmoms. Yeah. Like, here I am. I've been raising your child right. since he was three years old. Yeah. No consideration of like, oh my God, thank you. I can't believe you did. I, I joke all the time that I'm getting a spa package. I know it's coming because that's what I should have <laughs> at least. Yeah. But it's just like, but I can have empathy for her, which is crazy sure. because she's from divorce. Right. He, my husband is from divorce. Everybody's from divorce except me. Yeah. So what is foreign to me is not foreign anymore because I'm living it. Right. Like, I'm, in, I'm living the dream now. Yeah. I got halves and steps, and I don't know who anybody is. I got different grandparents. I got Are really? Well, we're calling, like, we everybody's just more love for Cooper. Yeah. Well, more love for Cooper with a, a lot of um, dysfunction. Yeah. A lot of dysfunction. Now, we, we're very lucky in the sense that we all get along, right? Like, we don't have fights There's something all to be said that. for that. Yeah. yeah. Because I made it very clear that this is about Cooper, not about us. Right. We all are going to have to be grown-ups now. Um, and we've only really, we've not had many uh, disagreements through the years except two big ones. And I think that um, to avoid all of that, I've been the constant communicator because I am a woman <laughs> and I am strong. Right. And I like to actually go through situations instead of going around them. But when that's not the case for everybody, it becomes an issue. So for the audience, right, today where you're at, looking at it as an adult that mm-hmm. has gone through all of this, 
you seem pretty you seem pretty uh pretty good here girl <laughs> I'm pretty good yeah you seem I, uh, mentally stable yeah, you're not on any ADHD no, meds no. or I don't take Ritalin or okay, good. Adderall all right all right our practice you know right. was either you're going to the psychiatrist or we're writing you a script not sure what to do because not a lot of people are educated in something that I feel is a, a really big dynamic that's not being addressed yeah. which is a child of divorce is not the same as a child of a, a together family, right. whatever you want to call it. There's there's names in our world. You know, there's bio mom, there's step mom. You know, people calling it blended families is ridiculous. Yeah. People assuming that you should get along with children and live in the same house as them that you don't know yeah. is just ridiculous without telling them and having that conversation. So if you were to look back through all that you've been through, what would be the greatest piece of advice that you could give somebody that's either getting into this kind of relationship or what the parents could do differently mm-hmm. that are be, that are separating our divorce for the children. Yeah. I think putting aside their personal hatred or dislike or discourse or bitterness or whatever it is for each other, whatever mm-hmm. the reason for their divorce was, is on them. Right. Um, and so I think the best course of action they can take is to, when it comes to the children, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's my weekend, it's your weekend, I'm going here, I'm going there, I'm meeting the girlfriend, I'm not, I'm meeting the boyfriend, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I think there needs to be a, a mutual understanding between those parents that you need to put aside your hatred, your dislike, and just think Focus about the, the kids, child. exactly, yes, and how absolutely. the child is going to react. So, you know, maybe my dad, at some point, I don't know, should have said to my mom, hey, you know, I've started dating somebody. And how do you think Nancy will feel with this? My mom may have said to him, you know what? She doesn't care because I'm dating somebody too. (laughs) Right. Right. That would have resolved a lot. And then he would have had that anxiety. It's fear. It's a lot of fear. Yeah. The other thing I would say too is once you're an adult, um, and, and this is the thing I had to overcome personally, is once you become that adult and you do have your own ability to mm-hmm. say your voice no I don't want to do that right and that was hard for me because even as I got older as I told you mm-hmm. and and when my dad separated from his second wife and I was like wait now I gotta split my yeah. when I finally said I am not doing this anymore yeah. Yeah. I'm done there's no divorce decree anymore that tells me I have to do this right. I'm not 18 yeah. you know, I'm, I'm over 18 I'm done yeah yeah and so I finally said to them look you guys did this you created this monster I don't have to abide by these rules anymore mm-hmm. and again the, the biggest thing came was when I got married mm-hmm. and I told my parents, I said, I'm not having a big wedding. I'm going to St. Thomas. I'm getting married on a boat. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to come, you're welcome. I'm not asking you for money. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking you to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You come, you bring your respective spouses and you figure out how to get along. Cause by the way, we're going to be on a 40 foot sailboat. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, well, I said, then don't come. Right. But I'm your only daughter. And as far as I know, they this come? Is the only time I'm getting married. And my dad was like, fine. So he like, came yeah, and your they mom both came. came. And they put aside their differences. And they did it for a and day. And they did well, it for God a day. bless them. God love them. My goodness. <laughs> and that was the only time. So yeah. I think now if I like. And I, I, th- I think that empathy, what you said, because yeah. uh, we're going to come to a close here. Empathy is, is huge. Yes. I think about my own life. And yeah. if God forbid um, something were to happen, me as the stepmom being with Cooper since he was three, if something happened with us. And listening to you, yes. like you not having contact with anybody, because he already had the boyfriend of his mom right. that was with him through, I, I want to say, seven, eight years, and just ripped out of his life. 
and there's no communication about it. Right. We don't talk about him. It's like he doesn't exist. Right. We, he's like been wiped off the yeah. planet. And I find that so sad because, of course, I would think about myself because I don't have any rights. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to impact him right. and make it uncomfortable for him because he already has to split time between mom and dad. And then he wouldn't want to make mom and dad feel bad. Right. I'm always going to think about the child. Right. But I don't think that that's common. And in closing, I would say that to your point, you said, you know, you've never been thanked. That was the one thing my mom did do to Carmen. I love your mom. She said, (laughs) I appreciate what you do and thank you. And so she recognized that. Even a TY text. Right. (laughs) There wasn't texting then. Yes, I Um, know. But but the point is, is that Carmen had an appreciation for my mom and my Mm -hmm. mom had appreciation for her. And they both knew they were living with my dad, who you know, had lived with my dad, who was, you know, a difficult person to live with. So if there is appreciation in that too, I think, again, putting aside your differences, differences, this woman or this man didn't cause your situation. They came after the fact. Yeah. But you really have to be very self-aware in order to come to that conclusion. And let's be real. Number one, common sense is not so common. Yeah. And self-awareness is, is is not common either. Right. So um, I think that there's a lot of room for, I'm not big on the therapy thing, but therapy is better than nothing. Coaching, some type of third party that can help you. And my mom did that. She Wonderful. did therapy. Your dad didn't. My dad didn't. Very common. Right. Men won't do that. And I think it helped her. I think it helped her cope. And yes. I think it helped did her. Did you have any? I did not. Okay. Um, do you think that would have helped? Maybe. Okay. Um, but again... I don't know. Taboo. Yeah. It was never, I Discuss. didn't even know my mom went to therapy for a yeah. while. And yeah, then it's all like of a sudden, disease. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden she would be, I was like, why do you go? And people like sneak into the therapist. Yeah. All of a sudden, like it came out one day and I was like, right. who's Sarah? She's right. your therapist. Oh my why God. Are you going to therapist? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So um, it actually means that you're healthy. Right. So changing the, the storyline to that is, is something everybody should be working on. If you're getting um, self help or outside help, you know, uh, it's a great idea. Because your own brain sometimes tells you lies. Right. <laughs> right? Like a lot of lies. And it's always good to have somebody else that can that can help. Right. Um, and help you see things that you couldn't see. Right. Unbiased. So, yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank it was you really for great. Me. This was great. And really, really wonderful. Yeah, I um, we're it. hoping we're hoping that we open up the conversation at least. Yes. So it's not so taboo. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Right. Thank you. Thank you.